Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bingetown TV. This is Brian here with Luke, Kathleen, and Jimmy. Today we have our first ever guest on the podcast. You know him by Hatch, the leader of the <laughs> Allegius criminal group. We are thrilled to be talking to actor, producer, writer, director, Chad Rook. Chad, thank you so much for being on the pod. We are obviously diehard Hatch fans here at Bingetown TV, and we appreciate the support. So, Chad, first things first, how have you been staying busy during quarantine? Holy guys, that's an intro. I didn't know I was the first guest. I didn't know. <laughs> you guys were introduced me as the leader of the Legion's prisoners. I'll take that. Yeah. Um, of course. Yeah, that, that's great, man. Um, yeah, no, things have been okay. Um, I'm anybody that knows me. I stay home a lot as is, so things haven't really changed for me too much, man. Um, uh, other than, you know, missing the hell out of being on set and, you know, the whole industry closed. Uh, the quarantine has been kind of a, a a weird thing, but in a way, you know, it's been kind of nice. Uh, you know, a lot lot less stressful out there when, when you don't have to go to work and you don't have to, I don't know, do anything, really. <laughs> Did you have uh, projects you were supposed to be working on right now and they got canceled or postponed? Uh, we were work we were actually um I was in the middle of uh, uh, I'm a Canadian and I'm actually in the middle of the green card process uh, to for the states moving, relocating, all that kind of stuff. but and all this craziness kind of happened and uh, my wife and I think we're just gonna take a little bit of a backseat on moving to America right now. Yeah. Um, but uh, just because of the craziness. But as for acting and projects, um, I just relocated to Toronto from Vancouver, so we were gonna try to hit the ground running out here. And uh, um, I've just been back and forth the late last year in Toronto and Vancouver because uh, I was filming the 100, of course. I was filming Siren. And uh, I just got word. I just I just got nominated for a Best Actor award for uh, another film I did uh, that's coming out soon, man. So oh, uh, awesome. it's it's been nice. kind of fun. What what movie is that? Yeah, what, what film? film? Uh, it's 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 a film called We Came from the Sea, and it's a dark film. And uh, and I play actually myself and uh, kind of a, a monst monstrosity kind of conscience uh version of myself as well so it's it's been fun so i basically act with myself on camera oh that's awesome that's amazing wait did yeah. you write it no i just okay. acted in it and started and uh it hasn't been released or anything yet so we're we're pretty excited uh, how did you like playing a fictionalized version of yourself how was that how was that as a role yeah. I've, I, if you take a look at my career, man, I've played the craziest roles in the world. And so this was actually not one of the crazier ones. Uh, I mean, I've played every, I mean, if you look at, I could check off like a boyhood's dream of everything they want to be like pirate, firefighter, vampire, <laughs> like bank robber. And I've pretty much yeah. played them all. So, so it's pretty fun. I mean, uh, a leader of prisoners locked in time because they've been frozen and then unthawed. And then I have to, you know, go and, and fix a nuclear radiator. <laughs> it's yeah. been crazy. All in, the span of couple, all in the span of a couple episodes, too. Right? Yeah, it's been a crazy ride with Hatch, man. And, uh, I mean, the fans, I, I didn't expect what was happening with, with Hatch and how fast. I mean, the Hunter fans are just crazy. I mean, that that's the best fan base out there. I mean, I'm, I, it's, I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, we... we instantly kind of saw that we were going to like your character. I know I know you didn't have many speaking lines in the first episode, but 
we even called it out right there. We we're like, there's there's some charisma to this guy right here. He's yeah. a new guy, and you know, he's already making an impact with what little they gave you there. Um, but we yeah, loved we, your we performance. Yeah, we definitely had a lot of fun with uh, creating the character. Um, I have some uh, cool photos. I think fans are going to let them release tomorrow about how the first look of Hatch and what they originally, I mean, I had tattoos on my face. I had scars. Oh, I had wow. tattoos all over my neck. Uh, and I loved it, but uh, I guess uh, the the powers be, they just kind of, uh, thought it was too much and they wanted more or of Nikki to be more of the uh, uh, aggressive looking one and, and, and such with her hair and, and all that kind of stuff. I, I do want to call out. I had some uh, some not so nice words to say about the character, Nikki, not the actress. Of course, she was great. But uh, yeah. any any character that's going to punch punch our girl Raven in the face is going to get some words from Bingetown over here. So you know what? Excuse yeah, us that. I, I, you know, I, I'm surprised, man, because even all those Raven fans, they've been messaging me like that bitch. <laughs> so it's. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny it's pretty funny to see and uh but just in the short period of time that i even got i mean the amount of messages i can't even go through them i'm trying to go through them all and it's it's been crazy and and it's 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 quite a ride well thank you for responding to us and yeah. coming on yeah that's awesome no you guys yeah no i i said i, I love if if a show gives you love you got to give it back otherwise what's the point right and um and the hundred is definitely done i mean I had someone message me this morning to join a group called the Hatchlings. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Two episodes and you got the Hatchlings. Yeah. So uh, what was it like for you as an actor to come into an established show like The 100 in its final season? Well, The 100 has been kind of crazy because I knew Jason and all the producers. I knew everybody on there. Um, uh, I've known, I've been friends with Tassie Tellis for years. Um, she was actually in a film that, of mine that I directed and stuff that just got released. Um, which, by the way, you guys might want to see because she plays a crazy bitch in that. <laughs> oh, yeah. We checked it out. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I have it queued up on my Amazon. I watched the first 15 yeah, minutes. She'll kill me if I share it, though. But, um, <laughs> but it was funny. I actually auditioned for um, season one of this show, and I've been auditioning for 100 about for seven years and uh, probably got shortlisted and typecast for uh, for certain characters. Pro I'm not even joking with you guys, probably between 20 to 30 times over the years. And uh, eventually Jason gave me the shot on this character. We all agreed. And uh, and the, the first thing he said to me on set was, he goes, where the hell you been? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. son of a <laughs> Can I ask you what drew you to the 100 and why you kept auditioning for it? Was it just the cast or the writers? Like... Uh, well, it's it's I love I love the Gringy characters and I love the Gringy shows and 100 knocks that off the of the bar park right like I mean it's it's just a cool thing to to be able to come in the room and say oh you look the part oh, well no I just didn't shower today that's <laughs> all. Uh, do you recall any of the characters in particular that you were auditioning for or was it just kind of a general audition for to be on the show Oh my God dude uh, I. I Right up the top of my head, no, because I do so many auditions and stuff. Right. But for the 100, um, uh, not character. If I if I check my email, I could probably pull up different <laughs> you know, yeah. auditions. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I've been auditioned for a long time and a lot of characters. And unfortunately, you know, it was a lot of swing and misses and very close things. And uh, I I don't know what happened, man. It was just it was it was that little thing that just kept 
dodging my my bullets and uh eventually i shot that son of a bitch down <laughs> you took a full advantage of it, it worked out for all of us this was yeah. better, better late than ever right exactly <laughs> so did you actually know the fate of your character when you signed on or did you get a script a little bit later I'm sorry, did I know the what's right? The fate of Hatch when you signed on to did the you know show? you were a goner? No. Yeah. Uh, it, it really was kind of, you know, every time I get a script, I never know where the, or the outcome of the, the actor so or the character. And, and this was the same. You know, I got the scripts. I immediately turned to the last page just to see if I'm still breathing. And uh, <laughs> I was. After the first episode, then I get the second script. And uh, again, it was the exact same conversation with Jason where I said, you son of a bitch. <laughs> That's perfect. I watch a lot of CW show and I notice like that network, especially like sees a lot of the same actors and actresses in their show. I have something I, I assume it's because a lot of them are shot in Vancouver. Does it help like being in that network? And like I knew you from the flash in the pilot episode as weather uh, wizard, which is fucking dope um so right. and then i i remember yeah. you from my zombie as well those are like three of my these are like three of my favorite shows so does it help bop it around cw like how does that work so this uh this is my ninth cw show um wow. uh so yeah uh cw has been known to basically they recycle once they can trust an actor they do it and it's a good way to build up a fan following for a show because the fans tend to follow the actors where they go right i sure and, do uh, and that's the same type of thing uh, with this and and um, but CW. I mean, that's that's been a breadwinner for me for years and years, and I, I I love them, man, and they're they're awesome to work with. So you you moved to Toronto. Is there a good like TV film scene over there too, as big as Vancouver? It's it's different, right? Like it's um uh, in Vancouver, it's all superheroes and CW land and teeny bopper shows, right? Like things like you know Supernatural, all those kind of things. And um, it just got to the point. I mean, I was out there for twenty years, and I basically ticked off the list of you know, there's only so many vampires you can play before <laughs> blood dry runs dry. Um, I had to move to Vancouver, and yeah, there's a lot, and then I mean a crazy amount, especially with all the new avenues like Amazon Prime and all those online streaming services. They're they're taking over Toronto, and uh, Toronto seems to have a lot edgier and darker and more adult-driven shows, and and uh, I think it's just that time of my career. It's time for me to go that way. Nice, I love that. I I know you mentioned uh, superhero shows are shot up a lot in uh, Canada. Do you have a favorite superhero? Batman. Um, Batman. Uh, I mean, for the for the series, uh, Gotham just did it right. Uh, my favorite superhero of all time is Iron Man, but I'm a villain guy, right? I've always yeah. loved Joker and Carnage. I mean, those are my my go-to guys. I mean, that's I mean, if I could play a character, man, you give me Carnage, and I'll I'll rock that one up. That's awesome, cause I I you've worked with uh, Woody Harrelson, correct, on um, uh, Planet of the Apes, right? Yeah, that was one of the coolest parts of my career ever, man. I mean, That's Woody amazing. Harrelson is exactly what you think Woody Harrelson would be. Like. <laughs> Are you a little jealous that he's going to be playing Carnage? It pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> I love to hear that Woody but, Harrelson. Uh, you know what, man? It's, it's Woody Harrelson. How do you get mad at that, right? Yeah, I mean, he's the yeah. coolest. He's amazing. He seems and like he's the coolest. He's a cool guy. I mean, even, you know, my wife even came on set of Planet of the Apes and got to meet him, and she was total fangirling. It's ridiculous. He was so friendly even to her and stuff. Give everybody hugs. He's just, he's a really cool guy. 
We hear in the back. Yeah, what, what did she say? <laughs> in the background yelling. She's <laughs> Give uh, her a mic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, get her on. Uh, yeah, mic, yeah. Oh, never, man. I keep her mic off. I don't want to get annoyed. I really am. We want the secrets. Give us the secrets. Yeah. Speaking of cool people, we want to know: Is Richard Harmon as cool as Murphy is in real life? Please say yes. Richard Harmon is actually cooler than you Hell guys yeah. would ever. Nice. I just can't um, believe that. He, we love. Him. I've known him for so long. Him and his sister Jess, and and I've just I even know their their parents. I've met at a couple different cons and stuff. But um, uh, yeah, they're just he's just such a cool character. Right? Like I mean, he's he's kind of quiet at first, but when you get to know him, he jokes all the time and stuff. I mean, he's got that face that just. It's like a, a, a monotonous face that robot that doesn't move, but so you don't know if he's pissed off at you or he loves you. Um, but at the same time, you just can't not love the guy once you get to know him. He's he's just so good. You said well, you've known him for years. How how did you guys meet? Uh, well, honestly, we both live in Vancouver, right? So uh, you just always, anytime you network, you go to red carpet events, you go to shows, you go to all these things. You you see each other at yeah. auditions and everything all the time. And uh, not so much because we're totally different looks. We never really auditioned for the same parts too much. Um, but uh, we always ran into each other at some sort of event or, or you know, we had the same Comic-Con agent for a while. Um, you know, just just through all different things, we've always run into each other and seen each other. And this was finally, you know, we finally got to work with each other. And this we, we got a lot closer, obviously, on set uh, with this week. Well, I'll tell you, Murphy doesn't really like anybody, so the chemistry between you two, I think, is a big reason why the fans like Hatch so much. Oh, I yeah. mean, you're uh, hey, 1492. Man, you, the, second, the, the second Hatch made Murphy smile, man. I was like, I'm in. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> and I think we were all sold at that moment, too. It was such a budding bromance that was, <laughs> like, gone before it had the chance to really, yeah. like, flourish. It was awful. I, I think It's really funny. I think the, one of the biggest comments that I get from fans, and I'm – seen a lot is is that they really wanted hatch and murphy to have a relationship and uh if i didn't know better i would have thought murphy was a girl character if i didn't know the show <laughs> yeah. the look this, thing you we were just <laughs> talking about this hatch and, murphy, and i was like well what about nikki man? <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about this before the fandom of the hundred will ship anybody like it does not matter they could never have a scene together and they will start shipping them it's insane it's it's pretty funny it's pretty funny so we gotta while we're on the subject of your of your last scene, um, we gotta ask you about Lindsay Morgan. How <laughs> how are all your interactions with her? Because we love her here. Uh, yeah. Um, like I said, I'm I'm a fan with a lot of of the castmates, and I've known them all. Uh, Lindsay is different. Uh, Lindsay, I don't know Lindsay very well at all. I've never met her before. I was on set. I never interacted with her, uh, even on set. Um, until those last couple of days with those scenes, um, I didn't even interact with her too much off a set because I was always with Elena Hoffman or or Richard, and um, and she just kind of disappears in and out of, of scenes and stuff. So I never really saw too much of her. I never talked to her. We never, to be honest with you, really established too much of a relationship off set or on set. Um, uh, for that matter. Um, but as far as I can tell, she's a cool cat. I don't. I, I honestly, I, I can't say anything bad about her. Her acting is superb. Uh, she did a great job on the show, and uh, that's all I can ask for as a fellow castmate. Well, she killed you, so. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> totally sandbagged you. We want to see some dirt. That, yeah, other than the fact that she's a conniving backstab. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Absolutely love her character. Yeah. <laughs> so can we talk a little bit about your, your scene partner, Elena Huffman? Um, I know there's going to be a lot of events that are caused directly because of your your character Hatch's premature death. Uh, what are some things we can, we can expect from Elena and her character Nikki going forward? And how, oh, how is she going to deal with Hatch? You guys are in for a ride. You pissed off the wrong girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Nikki um, is obviously played by Elena Huffman, who is absolutely a, a, a jaw dropper in regards to talent and looks and, and personality. And um, it, she really brings it to this character, man. She's a badass girl, mm-hmm. man. I, and, you know, on set and off set, uh, she rocks her life out. And, um, I, I, I think she's going to bring a lot of fun, and, and she will, she too will definitely be a fan favorite this season, uh, 100%. There's no way that she can't stand out. Yeah, that's awesome. Good to hear. Well, it definitely changed the trajectory of how the at least like the factions of Sanctum are going to work if you were the lead versus her, who is right. very volatile and crazy. So because Hatch like, Hatch seemed like he was ready, is, he that, was ready to be a friend. You're absolutely right. Those are, that is two totally different trajectory paths that would have been taken if. Hatch led as opposed to Nikki um, out for revenge now. Yeah. So speaking of Hatch, what we're talking about how, you know, he's he's the friendlier version of the of the duo. Uh, what do you have in common with this character? Uh, uh, other than, you know, I used to be involved in bank robberies. Um, <laughs> uh, can you imagine? Oh, that would be so that'd be sweet. <laughs> this is your confession, by the way. Yeah, like I've yeah. been to a few planets. The- we're recording I can just this. hear the silence over there for a second. Like, is he fucking serious? <laughs> um, I wish. Um, no, other than that, um, I think it's just basically the relationship with uh, with Nikki uh, that I can relate to. You know, you always have uh, – I've, I've been with my wife for so long now, and, and it's just having a partner in crime in life, you know, uh, uh, making decisions um, uh, that are not just affecting you in life. Uh, is is a good way to relate. I mean, look what Hatch did. I mean, for all for the purpose of Nikki, right? Um, and and when you get involved with with family and stuff, and you know, and they, they want in life, uh, uh, decisions are made that sometimes uh, don't even benefit you, right? Love that. Love that. We're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna jump in real quick on um, my favorite segment of the show, um, which is Bang Kill Mary. Have you ever played that? We're gonna do it with um, the shows you've been on though instead. Oh my god, that is funny. <laughs> so my three favorite we're gonna do. So you gotta bang one, kill one, marry one. So we're gonna oh, do I love it. Wait, now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> so we're gonna do right. uh, the flash. The hundred and I zombie. Like those are the ones I have in the Marion stuff. Okay. Yeah, it's exactly. Unless you want to do Unless people. Yeah, we, we can drum up some people if you want to go that route. Yeah. Uh, okay, <laughs> okay. I, I'm gonna kill I zombie. Okay. Um, I would. Uh, I would. Right marry. I would marry the 100 and bang flag. There you go. <laughs> and you, you did. Go. And you did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, the 100 is is badass. That's something that, you know, is going to be a good ride. Flash is nothing but good-looking people. So if you're going to bang someone, why not? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Too true. Perfect answer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I... I feel like the hundred is kind of an actor's dream because every season is something completely different. So it's like That's a cool why, different. Man. Yeah, it's yeah. so dope. You want to be on that ride for a while, and unfortunately, I got on the wrong roller coaster. 
Well, I mean, to be fair, everyone dies on the 100. There's only a handful of people that have been there since season one. Like I said, with this show, it's just better late than never. Uh, I'm just glad I got uh, to join the fam for a bit, and it was uh, it was it was a good a good ride. That's I'll say that. So. I would I literally love to be killed on the hundred. You could kill me oh, yeah. on the hundred. <laughs> be an extra. <laughs> Honestly, it sounds like it took a while for you to get on the show, but when they finally found you, your role, like you were made to play this character. Like yeah. you had. You stole every scene. Honestly, like we we stand Hatch here. We we loved the character. We loved you portraying him. It was great. We all watched oh, it. Oh yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I'm just glad that Jason um, allowed me to to kind of uh, do something I wanted, like with the Southern accent and stuff. And and that wasn't, you know, he didn't know I was going to do that until we were on the first day of set. And uh, and then he came up to me, and I I I, sw- I could just see the walk. You know what I mean when people walk <laughs> over to you and they're like. Shitty has something to say, and uh, I I immediately thought after the El Cadi's gonna come over and be like, yeah, let's talk American instead. And uh, uh, he came over and he's like, hey, can you juice up the accent even more? And I was like, oh, I fucking love you. <laughs> so when you're on a table read, yeah. do you try that accent out on the table read too, or no? You were just like something you're trying um, on the show. Sometimes, but I didn't I didn't get a table read for the 100 because I uh, was in Toronto at the time, um, and so I was just being flown over, and I was just basically thrown into uh, the 100 right away. Uh, the table read was already done. I went to hair and makeup. Uh, I was on set filming the next day. Um, it was such a, a rush with 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 the casting process for this one. Speaking of, but yes, oh, sorry, only when you do a table read, that's when you'd you'd want to do it as character yeah. as such. Did Jason give you any liberties on improving all your lines, or were, was everything written how they were? Like, did you take any of that? Was yeah. any of what we saw on the screen yourself? Yeah, so uh, the the other guns line um, that was not in the original script. Um, so uh, basically, when when I'm standing there at my introduction scene and all the guns come in and I'm like, you know, my mind's on the guys with the guns. That was in the script, but when the other guys came in, I turned and I was like, the other guns. Um, that wasn't in the original script, and thank God he let me keep it. And no, it was, that was a good, it was a good part. Line. Yeah. That was funny. yeah, yeah. So it's always fun when when you're allowed to to play on set and stuff and 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 they let you uh let you keep what what works so i gotta ask we loved the names for your kind of cronies that just followed you on the drop yeah, of the x y and z yes we loved that was that you like we said on our last episode that was just kind of lazy writing that we just absolutely fell in love with was that you that was just like these guys are xyz that was the brilliant lazy 100 writer exactly. yeah we no, loved they, it they did that. I mean, they, 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 they have some gems in there that I was reading. And I was like, oh, you know, I don't really have to do too much for people to love Hatch. I mean, they, they, they kind of did it for me, really. The 1492 line yeah. Was, yeah. was so, so good. good. <laughs> right? yeah, yeah, though, I mean, it, the fact that uh, Murphy smiled and stuff uh, just tells that, like, there's, you know, on the brink of dying, the brink of everyone in the world dying because of this thing and uh let's let's pop a joke in there why not eh? yeah <laughs> it's cool because like your character was from earth so we would be from the same timeline so that joke is funny but you would think people from space that would just go like straight like yeah. they're so mm-hmm. far in the future like yeah. what? oh 
man. I'm so, I am so plugging uh, a Nikki and Hatch run on the prequel. I really yeah. am. Oh, we're down with wow. that. I did not realize how much I wanted that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, give us, give us a good run of what they really did. You know what I mean? I mean, how good would it be to see that story that he was telling Murphy? Well, they had right? an awesome um, little Bonnie and Clyde thing going there, it sounded like. Exactly what it is, and when he's you know, down and telling a story about, you know, uh, their how much they raked in in Columbus the bank, and then you know Nikki shooting the cops, and then they decided, ah, well they're dead, we might as well kill everyone else. Mm-hmm. It just seems like some characters that should be on TV for sure. Yeah, we would definitely love to see the pre you guys in the prequel. <laughs> I would love them to yeah, bring right. like anybody back. I-, I wanted to have some resemblance to the hundred we know, like bring any sort of characters back. The the hundred is really good. I mean, we could see you in a flashback for all we know. The 100 is really good at bringing back old characters that we love. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's all shot hey. by now. But... A little spoiler. Uh, I think I think you got to credit it with um, an appearance in the next episode, so we will get to see you at least one more time, I believe. I'd be wrong <laughs> Even there, if it's but... just your dead body. Even if it's just Might your be dead just body. A dead body. <laughs> you guys didn't, he, you didn't hear anything from me. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do we want to pivot into, we want to talk a little bit about you, and we know you have a production company called Checkmate Films. Do you want to talk about that? Wow, look at you guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, we try. Sure, yeah. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a production company that, uh, that and I started, and it's basically uh, the acting industry can be tough sometimes, so a lot of times you have to just create and write your own stuff and make your own, own films and stuff, and that's exactly what we did. Uh, we just... Uh, we wanted to do a comedy. Uh, there wasn't much comedy being cast in Vancouver, so we wrote it. We produ- got it produced by um, amazing producers, and uh, yeah, we made our own film and got released and distributed uh, just this year. So, uh, um, or just uh, late last year, sorry. And, and so it's it's been a fun run, and hopefully we can uh, get another one going. Yeah, and I was gonna say. That's the film I was telling you guys about with uh, Tassie and Tellus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And yeah, I was going to say with the perfect pickup, I believe I was listening to an interview with you back in 2014 with The Flash about The Flash, and you were bringing that up back then. So I guess this was a pretty long process. It's a long process when you don't have Jason on board. Right. (laughs) You know? Right, Uh, right. When you don't have these big producers who know the game stuff and you're just doing it yourself and everything is funded by yourself. Things just take a lot longer, um, especially when you're just, uh, you know, a, a group of four or five people running the whole show. And then, you, you know, when you have a show like 100, I mean, you have 400 to 500 people running the show. So things just, uh, you know, pan out a lot differently. And the, and the timeline is a lot longer, unfortunately. Did you learn a lot about yourself and where you want to go with your career after taking on something, a project like this, just by, without the writers that you're mentioning? Uh, yeah, I, I, I never want to produce a film ever again. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just a crazy amount of work and a crazy amount of paper and stuff. So I'll, I'll just stick to directing and acting, I think, uh, and writing uh, in the future. Um, honestly, unless uh, I'm some big tycoon millionaire and I just want to throw some money at a project and call myself a producer like most of them do. Um, <laughs> then, then yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll leave that uh, that that occupation a little uh, uh empty yeah but it must have been so satisfying to finally complete the whole process and see your dream realized i mean and you even had I tell you, we, yeah when we got the call from a distributor that you know they were taking our film and buying it and it's going to be everywhere on amazon all those places um yeah i mean 
to see it to fruition is is pretty crazy. But at the same time, you got to realize when you're a director and um, you you do twenty versions of the edit, and then the producers and the distributors take over, and then they want to do their own edit, and you're not even you end up kind of not even being happy with your own film because you know they wanted to they they have to cut out characters and funny scenes and stuff that mm -hmm. you really wanted in there and stuff. And that's why they always have a director's cut because usually uh, when it goes through these phases of production and distribution, uh, you just end up pissing off the director and it gets to the point where they're just like, I don't want anything to do with this film um, because they, they do a version and stuff that you just aren't happy with and not what you set out to be. And, and uh, and then you're like, okay, I want the director's version. Thank you for putting it out. It's shit. Now let's do something good. <laughs> yeah. So was the version that dropped the version you wanted? No. Okay. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's not. Uh, I'm happy with it. I had, you know, I gave approval for a lot of it. Um, uh, unfortunately, a lot of actors and scenes got cut out and stuff in the final that I really wanted and really enjoyed. Um, but uh, I, I, am I'm, I'm going to put a director's cut. Out yeah. I was going to say you need a director's <laughs> cut. <laughs> While we're on the topic of directors, I wanted to quickly ask you, is there any directors in the industry that you've been dying to work with like your whole career? Um, honestly, I mean, it, it's the, it's probably the name, the main ones. I mean, you look at Steven Spielberg, mm -hmm. you know, you look at like those, those kind of Clint Eastwood. I mean, some people that are just epic in the industry. I mean, that's, they're going to be on my list. Um, but other than that, uh, I, I just want the cool characters and the cool roles and stuff, as opposed to who I'm working with and stuff. That's always just the added bonus. Well, like you said, with CW and following actors, we now officially follow you. Right. Around, so <laughs> Absolutely. You'll take any lines and make it cool. So. Oh, uh, well, thank you. Yeah, the numbers have definitely gone up since what I did. My, I had to shut off my notifications because my phone just was going off every day. And then, and, uh, and it's basically just messages been, hi. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. It's like, hi. And then, and then all of a sudden I get 20 messages from that person. Like, um, can't believe you stressed. answered. <laughs> I do, I do yeah, see I you do. interact with a lot of your fans on um, some of your Instagram posts. And that's really cool to see from a nerd like me. I love seeing those kind of interactions. Same. I, I try, man. I'm like, you know, I, I never used to get that when I first started acting. Um, I, you know, I'm not, I wasn't raised in this industry or anything, and uh, I would not be doing anything I'm doing if nobody watched the show. So you, you got to give and take. Um, I I hear so many fans, and, and I'm going to take a shot at one house and stuff. They're amazing people, amazing actors, and I get it because they're just overwhelmed with the amount of messages that they must be getting because I can see what I'm getting. Uh, but when you hear fans literally begging for a birthday message or, you know, and, and none of them reply. I mean, I've had people message me saying it's my birthday, uh, you know, two days ago and I messaged almost the entire cast and you're the only one that replied. That's, that's, that's pathetic and sad to me. Um, that I don't understand. That I don't get. Um, it, it takes two seconds to say happy birthday out of, you know, uh, you doing a shopping spree from a show that you got paid for 
for these fans. It, it drives me crazy, to be honest. Well, my birthday's next month. Yes. So I like... <laughs> uh, I'll pre-record it for you. I'll then. message you. <laughs> no, seriously, it, that is awesome to hear. Because, like, honestly, you just coming onto our podcast alone is like it's a dream come true for us. Like, we're we're all nerds here at Bingetown, and we just can't thank you enough, man. This this has been awesome for us. And uh, before we let you go, uh, though. I appreciate you and, and, and it's, it's always cool when you have shows with multiple hosts and stuff because it, it to be honest with you it's just cool because i listened to your podcast when you guys shot me the link and um and, and i just liked it you, you guys have a really cool camaraderie and you guys you guys know your show man so it's <laughs> it's it's a lot better coming on shows like this than when you go on a show and they're just like okay talk <laughs> yeah. i'm so uh, glad okay, we talked about that episode yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had to uh, but anyway, before we before we get you out of here, we just wanted to hit you with a couple of rapid fire questions. See if we can get just a random fact about you that maybe no one's heard before. The people want to know. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was more Mary Bang and Kill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let me. Are you ready to go? Yeah, go ahead, please. All right, favorite song of all time. ACDC Thunderstruck. All right, favorite sport. Hockey. I'm Canadian. Right. right. You said it like (laughs) Uh, Nerdiest hobby you have. The nerdiest hobby is... God, what's a nerdy hobby? I I watch WWE wrestling. We love that. There we go. (laughs) That's good to hear. I'm a lifer. All right. uh, Cats or dogs? Dogs. I hate cats. Sorry. Same. <laughs> uh, I already asked you. Favorite... Unless, they're like, unless they're like tigers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Good answer. I already asked you favorite superhero. So how about your favorite actor or actress growing up? Uh, Jim Carrey. Um, I was um, absolutely obsessed and I would do impersonations. He's, he's definitely. Awesome. Uh, what's your, what's your guilty pleasure? Besides WWE. <laughs> yeah. My guilty pleasure is, uh, Oh God. My real answer or like, uh, the guilty pleasure probably uh, 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 Di Serono on ice. Okay. It's okay. Uh, amaretto drink on ice, and I think I drank too much of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, two more. Favorite TV show besides The 100? <laughs> uh, the Office. Ooh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And then last one, we heard uh, you. Both versions, the, the UK version and the American. I've nice. watched. Big Ricky Gervais. Way too many times. Oh, there you go. Um, and we heard you're a fan of the of the horror genre. So, do you have a favorite scary movie or a favorite scary TV show? I do. My favorite horror film is it's called Prince of Darkness, and it's an old school movie, but it has Linda Blair, the girl who plays Exorcist, and she's grown up, and it's got Alice Cooper in it. Yep. It's just all sorts of badass with the demon in it. Yeah, Ooh, that's awesome, man. Hell yeah. Those were awesome answers. That was, that was so much fun. Um, I think we don't. Yeah. Want- yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Um. We don't want to keep you too long. Chad, once again, thank you so much for taking the time to hop on the show and talk to our dozens of impressionable <laughs> listeners. Uh, we'll build that fan base up, guys. And I honestly, yeah. I can't thank you guys enough. This is actually my first official 100 interview, uh, which Ooh. is just awesome, other than the millions I get from fans every day. But, um, awesome. uh, no, it's great, guys. And and, and I, I just I, I really hope I get a, to see you guys in the future and the cons and, and all those kind of things because, um, yeah, this this 100 fan base and, and family that you guys got going is, is something else uh, when you compare it to other shows that I've been on. So, uh, yeah, let's let's enjoy that ride for sure. Hey, man, next time you're in Philly, Joe Juice is on us. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, if, if you want to take a minute and talk about, you know, what's on your mind or just upcoming projects, if you have anything to promote. Honestly, guys, um, it's not really much promoting your stuff right now. Um, the world is just crazy right now. Um, just stay safe up there. Um, you know, it's 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 hectic times and everyone's running through their own problems and stuff. And, and uh, you know, just be kind to each other out there. It's just too nasty of a world right now to to add stress and hate out there. And, and that's not what we need. So, uh, yeah, just, just go do everything out there that Murphy wouldn't uh, <laughs> would approve of and, uh, and maybe that Raven wouldn't do. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Chad Rook, a friend of the podcast, if ever there was one. I <laughs> love talking to you. That was so much fun. Um, as always, we're going to be following Season 7 of The 100 Weekly with a podcast after every episode. Uh, next up is going to be Episode 4, titled Hesperides. If you like what you heard, give Bingetown TV a follow on Twitter and Instagram, and be sure to subscribe to our show on Spotify and the Apple Podcast app. Once again, we are Bingetown TV. Uh, thanks for listening, and Chad, thanks for coming by. Thank you so much, guys. Man, I love to everyone out there. Thank you. You too. Right, thank, thank you gotcha. so much.